everybody, I'm Theo Fleury, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Yo! Alright, so it was me and Chris trying to figure out our winter classic plans. No. The very cold winter classic plans. So the temperature as of right now, Chris, is a negative 20 that day. So that night, excuse me. It is going to be dumb cold. It, and also, real quick for people yelling at us via through the podcast, we know. It's Minnesota in, in winter. We get it. Yeah, I get it. But this is, I mean, even at that, like, that's a abnormally almost unhumanly cold yeah that's a dumb cold that's like there's no way that game happens if it's negative 20 that's i'm telling you right now that's canada cold and we're recording literally about yeah about 20 minutes before the blues game starts against edmonton believe it or not the blues are actually playing again we'll get into all that as well i know it's been a minute since we've been on but obviously not much to talk about about. when you keep canceling games so the, the league shut down during christmas due to the mass amount of covid cases across the league yep they have climbed a bit after the holidays, too. Dallas Stars, I think, put in literally nine players today. Oh. I, mean, nine, I think it was between staff and players, like nine. Blues total. put four in yesterday, right? Four in yesterday. Got one back. James Neal, I guess, had a false positive, I guess. Great. So he's but he's working his way back from injuries still. So he's still an IR, technically. Um, so we'll get into all that. The NHL not going to the Olympics. Um, players speaking out about it, especially one Blues player. Or are they? You know, there. We'll see. It's kind of interesting. There was rumblings, but I think it's not going to happen. Uh, we'll talk about a minor Blues trade between the Blues and the, the Winter Classic opponent, the Minnesota Wild. So a little interesting stuff there. Uh, we'll just get in some other stuff along the way that, right before the Blues game starts here because we want to get and watch that. First of all, we talked about this real briefly. A lot of games canceled. A lot. The Blues after their game against the Jets, pretty much got shut down through Christmas. They had both their games against Ottawa and Toronto canceled yep. leading up to Christmas. They had their first game, which is against the Devils, on Monday the 27th canceled. We're talking recording on the 29th now. So they finally get to play Edmonton, which was still, let's be honest, kind of up in the air due to the Canadian government being very, very strict about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into this as well, but a very big tournament got canceled today after a COVID outbreak amongst a couple teams. So we'll get into that as well. But first off, Blues news. So first off, game's canceled. Second <laughs> second off, four players put in COVID protocol after the holidays. Yes. Rob Bortuzzo, Ivan Barbashev, Dakota Joshua, James Neal. James Neal got out of COVID protocol today. It seems like he had a false positive. Rube just said, talk to the league. I have no idea what's going on. So I mean, I think that you could expand that to just the world at this yeah. point. So he basically false positive, double ne- whatever negatives. What is it? You test negative. I think it's two negative tests, twenty four hours, or something yeah. like that. So, um, so he was out. So if you're asymptomatic, and on top of that, a couple of rule changes. Let's get into the rule changes real quick. Yep. First off, just like the United States recently did, the asymptomatic quarantine time is now from ten days to five days. Which means those guys who went in cor- who, who tested positive, especially Barbashev, who tested positive on the twenty third, the rest tested on the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. 
they can come back for the Winter Classic. Now, I think what's key here is asymptomatic. You have to be asymptomatic for the full five days. And the weird thing is, too, it's or recovering from minor, from symptoms. So, meaning, like, I guess you're not having peak symptoms. It's very broad, and that's why I think yeah. it's, like, really kind of, like, oh, I feel better. Like, how do you really judge that? Right. Except for, like, temperature. Obviously, your temperature is 101. You go down to 100, you can tell you're getting better. Outside of that, is there really a way to tell if you're getting, like, I'm less congested? Right. You know, or whatever. This whole thing is a mess. Um, I'm dating someone who works in the medical field, and we were talking about this today, especially with Omicron, and she said that, like, today she saw 13 people that tested positive. Um, and, you know, I asked her, I was like, so what are you seeing with this? Like, it seems like this is far more contagious than the previous versions, but is it as bad? Like, is, is this like, are we just having a lot of people who are having really bad colds and flu symptoms? Or like, are you seeing as many um, severe cases? And she says it, it seems like it goes one of two extremes. You're either eh, a little congested, or you're six feet under the ground in like f- four days. Yeah, I've I had a family member right before Christmas test positive. Yeah, um, and he's younger than than uh, both of us, and he was, I would say, on your closer to your other extreme. He was more knocked on his ass. He was very congested and just laid in bed for two days straight, and then finally was able to kind of function a little bit, and then he was fine within four days total. But yet, you still got to still kind of I, I, be away for ten days. So. Well, two of our friends right now have kids with it. Yeah, um, and you know, I know that. Both of them have had fevers, but so far that's been the only symptom. It's it's weird, man. And I mean, you know, everybody's different. I mean, it could be like like you know, that was my uh, stepbrother, and he was a lot younger than me. He's in college, and then yeah. there's people who were in their fifties and sixties getting it, and then not even feeling a thing from it. So everybody's different. All I can say is follow the rules, wear a mask, please get a please get your vaccine. So. Get your booster, kids. Get yep. your booster. Get all that. Get what you can. Listen to listen to experts. That's my rant. Anyway, so down to five days, which is great. They brought back taxi squads, back from kind of what they had last year with the whole COVID season. So you'll have taxi squads through part of January, through the All-Star game. So you're going to have basically a couple players, two, two, I think it's two to three guys, and – you get emergency call-ups, and they won't count against your cap. So all the stuff the Blues needed weeks ago mm-hmm. are finally coming around due to it being a mass thing. So Blues had to play shorthanded for quite some time. Uh, we just saw Pavel Bushnevitz out tonight, non-COVID illness, which is at least mildly positive, at least is, you know, meaning that he's not on the COVID list right? as of right now at least. So they go with Jake Wallman as the seventh defenseman. They're rolling that way. Um but, you know, you get – I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to see guys like Charlie Lindgren is going to stay up. Huso's still working his way back. He's not back yet. Uh, we'll get into the players coming back in a second here. But you'll probably see Lindgren and probably guys like once we get healthy, Walker and probably maybe Joshua or Brown will probably stick around on the taxi squad through, the, through January, I would suspect, due to how way they played. So – you got that going on. Then let's see. The next sort of business is players coming back, which is tonight's game. So tonight the Blues play Edmonton Oilers, the first game in quite since the 19th. So literally 10 days almost since they've literally played an NHL game, which is crazy to think about. But 
the positive is they get three very important players back. David Perron, Jordan Cairo, and Robert Thomas. So three guys, a lot of skill are coming back, and nothing against guys like Dakota Joshua, Nathan Walker, who's played extremely well, uh, Lexi Torpachinko, who's actually got called up today, or even Clem Costin. You're getting really top six guys back, which is really key this time of year. Yeah, you know, I, I think that this is what the Blues hopefully need. You know, this team's done a remarkable job of weathering the storm these last, God, it feels like two months of, you know, losing players, it seemed like on a daily basis to mm-hmm. COVID or injury or, or whatnot. And they did a phenomenal job. You know, they, they went on winning streaks. They, they, they played great hockey. Now you have to wonder, you know, can this team find its chemistry with its original lineup again? We've seen that they can. I mean, they started the season white hot. Yeah, It's just going to be after this extended a period of time off, like how rusty is this team going to look against a very good Edmonton Oilers team? Yeah, Edmonton, who well, was in first place for quite some time in their division yeah. until recently. But, um, yeah, so – Remember we saw Ryan O'Reilly come back, and this was a COVID thing. None of these guys had COVID either. It was all, right. all injuries. Um, Perron's probably concussion, and I think I think oh, I think uh, Kyrie was upper body and uh, Thomas's lower body. But anyway, um, you saw how when O'Reilly came back, he really wasn't himself after the whole COVID exposure for probably a solid seven to ten games. Yeah, but then he started finally getting picking it back up and playing well. So hopefully, like you said, they get back into the lineup. Start gelling and scoring some goals and playing well. So, a couple big news stories. So, we'll go with the first one that's more recent. World Juniors got started. Yep. World Juniors got shut down. Got shut down real quick. So, first off, <laughs> it was the uh, a lot of player. A lot of people were came real. I say bitching. Man, that's the wrong word. Not thrilled with them. Like, like basically taking this away from the kids. And I'm like, listen, it's not just about the kids and. The, other stuff that's going on. Uh, apparently, Team USA didn't really do a good job of being segregated, and part of it was on the way the tournament had them segregated. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like just Team USA screwing around. It was that it was basically kind of the way the tournament officials had things. The IIHF had the stuff set up. So first off, then the men's tournament last a couple games and then canceled. Uh, Canada had a couple of two games. USA had one and then the next one canceled. Czech Republic had a couple exposures and they had to get shut down. I think there was one more team and then they said, nope, we're done. Yeah. Um, I thought this game should have happened in the first place. Why do, why do you think it should have happened in the first place? They shut down the women's tournament completely before the men's. And no, no explanation outside of, well, we've done a lot for for the women's tournament. That's what the IIHF uh, president said today and it's like hmm but you still could have like done it just to help the team help them grow like I don't understand why they shut the women's tournament down first and let the men's play I get it it's a revenue thing let's be honest like it more, is it totally is there's more eyes on the men's one than the women's it's just why do you think they haven't canceled the winter classic yet yeah or moved it to Sunday we talked about why mm-hmm. they're waiting to move it to Sunday because what's Sunday NFL football and literally, we're more eyes. Let's be honest. More eyes are going to be on NFL football than it would be the Winter Classic. Winter well, Classic, you're also going to have college football playoff games. 
Yeah, it'll be the January 1st and 2nd. Yeah, because it's the – because they do the semifinals, yep. two semifinal ones, and they do a big one the week after or whatever. Correct. So, yeah, so they got that going on too. So it's like you have all these big things going on, and you're going to lose viewers on your first or second – Let's yeah. see, Marquee. Let's see that. That let's see the All Star Game and this are probably your two big. I agree. And a big let's get viewers' eyes on the product type thing. So next, so the other big thing that got canceled, the with everything going on in the world, uh, and the quarantine time over in China is going to be three to five weeks before you go to the Olympics. I get it. And you then couldn't on, pay me enough money to go to China right now. And then on top of that is, and let's be honest, like, and I'm no, like, you know, let's, let's say, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for when you, like, know about, like, different how politics and different how, like, dynamics of society, sociologists maybe or whatever. Sure. Understanding the culture of, like, what's going on over in China, like, via politically, uh, apparently humanitarian effort over there isn't really great. Towards you know, like a lot of like not great towards its people, oh, yeah. and I'm not really profound. I'm not really up to date on, so I'm not going to comment on it. But it's heard it's not great. But um, I mean, I think it's the yeah. We don't need to go down the political suppressing, road. suppressing things and doing it's, stuff like that. Yeah, look, it, it's a communist Locking socialist internet. yeah uh, company government. Yeah, it's government. the government controls the media. Yeah, it's the same thing with North Korea. And, you know, a handful of other countries that are still under that government, like, it, it controls what gets in and gets out. So, NHL deciding not to let its players go was more than likely the right call at the end of the day. Um, and if you're stuck over there, you have to – and they're not letting people in or out for five weeks if you contract it. And let's be honest, you're not going to be staying – like, the NHL players got to stay in some pretty decently nice hotels when they were in the bubble and stuff like yeah. that. You're in Olympic Village. You're in Olympic Which Village. Which is nice. But it ain't the four seasons. Or who knows where they gave, like, who knows what happens over there if they contract it. I don't know. I legit don't know. I just. You know what I think is is funny is that it's, for years now, it's been widely known that the Olympic Village is, like, nonstop hedonism during the Olympics. Correct. But the last two Olympics, due to COVID, everyone's been on lockdown. Um, like I remember what Olympics was it where they talked about the fact that they ran out of condoms like five days into the two weeks of the Olympics. Yeah. I forget which one it was. Not the last one, obviously. Was it, it was, London it or Rio? London or it was Rio. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it, it's funny, not funny, but it's telling that like, you know, you go from a situation where the Olympic village is, you know, like a big frat house, um, to now the point where like it's a it's a it's a war zone like it's a mash unit yeah it's because it's so many people getting stuff it's and, like a giant triage center yeah so it's it's is more to it than just what's going on obviously yeah. the other thing um so some players aren't super happy brad marshall is probably the first one to publicly say like he's not happy and posted this big long thing on twitter and well, we'll get in, we won't get into his say. Did he lick someone's face while he was doing it? No. Did he cry for losing the Stanley Cup while he wrote it? Mm, I wish. That's uh, still our favorite thing we gave our friend Bryce. Yeah, the t-shirt the best shirt ever. Yeah. So, but one of the St. Louis players spoke out. So Vladimir Tarasenko wasn't really thrilled. Um, I'll try to do this quote as fast as I can here. But sure. I think every Russian outlet, outlet 
have a dream to play for. I'm obviously broken English here, so I'm reading verbatim. I think every Russian outlet have a dream to play for the national team. It's really bad. They took it away from us. I think it's unfair with the Olympics. They give each player a choice, but we don't have a choice in the end, so I think it's very bad for them. I read the Brad Marchand comments. He said it right. They promised us we can go there this year, and they took it away, but we still play here. With all the restrictions, all the rules, I don't really understand point where – People deciding for you how it is the last in 18 and 22 or last eight years. There's way too many players who are dreaming about the Olympics growing up in, a, in, in any country in the world, whether it's Canada, U.S. or Russia, Finland or any other country. You're kind of preparing for it, dreaming about it, named on the roster, and then they just say you can't go. I think the players are ones who are supposed to decide. I agree on this point, but I guess this is a business and we just follow what the rules are. Then somebody asked him, would you go? He said, of course. I think you'd be surprised how many people choose to go. I can answer that very, very simply for Mr. Tarasenko under why they're still playing here but not there. Uh, I believe, Vladdy, um, to the tune of 9.1 or 7.1 million? He has 7.5 mil as his cap hit, but I think he's a little more in cash this year. Um, the St. Louis Blues are paying you $7 million to play hockey. Russia is not. And the NHL and the St. Louis Blues need their best players to make money to keep the league going. I get it, man. If I was an athlete, you're damn right. I would love to play for Team USA. I also understand why right now they're not letting players. Should they have done it four years ago? Yeah, they should have. That was a BS move on the NHL. Yeah, I agree there. Um I think that the NHL tried to make it right this year, but obviously as we're seeing right now in the world, like it's not really conducive for a lot of international travel. Plus, like we just talked about, they're wanting people to quarantine three to five weeks before the Olympics. That essentially means that all players who are going to play in the Olympics need to be in China the first week in January. Or like first or second week, yeah. We time we we looked at the like thing, so you're gonna be like first or second. Like after the winter classic, you're pretty yeah. Out. So that shuts down the league for two months. Because you're thinking about every like you're thinking about a lot of good players. And here's another point, which I'll be devil's advocate. Somebody brought up. So for example, um, soccer, which is obviously mm-hmm. the biggest. When they have their big tournaments over there, and they have like the World Cup and all that. They when they and so players get lent to the national team. They have basically like a he's a taxi squad, and they keep playing players. So, but why was like the Blues, for example, a handful? Remember, what was it? Hand was it maybe ten, twelve years now? Whatever it's been, right? When the Blues had how many? Were they like nine guys go? Yeah, I think so. Total? They had three on USA, like three or four on Canada, one on Russia, yeah, so one on Sweden. So the yeah. point is, they had a lot of guys. Lot. So imagine having you're basically a th- more than a third of your team gone. ripped out, gone, and then you got to replace those with minor league guys. How's that fair to fans? And not just half your team, the top. Half of your team. And then also you're losing – and just think about it, You're losing those guys. And then think about – I look at it this way. What's to say you decide to bring your son, daughter, to see their fair play. They want to come see Vladimir Tarasenko play. And the only time you can get tickets for is February something. I'm just saying in general. Let's just say you're it. out of town. Or say you're out of town and – or you're the Blues are traveling and sure. you're not from St. Louis. You're in right. Phoenix or you're in – Let's just say you're in Dallas or somewhere where it's not easy to get to St. Louis. Let's right. say. And the only time they come is February 10th. In the middle of the Olympics, and then they're and then your favorite player isn't there, and it's like, oh, well, maybe next year. 
I mean, I get that. And you're paying but, a few hundred dollars. That's like that's one of the minor things. But I'm just sure, saying, I mean, because I mean, they could get injured the night before that game. And not There's a lot of things. Game. I'm just saying in general. But the but the thing they're choosing to like continue playing. Sure. No, I look. I understand. I, I think that it comes down to at the end of the day, they're paying you to play in North America. And there's too many problems above and beyond the fact, like, let's not even talk about the fact that you could get injured. You could go out and get injured in that game and be out for six months during the Olympics. Yeah. It could happen. Um, It's not typically as physical as the NHL style of playing, but if memory serves, this Olympics was going to be played on an NHL-sized rink. Was it not? I have to look. As opposed to the usual larger uh, Olympic-sized rink. Maybe. I don't know. But... There's too many things right now that could prevent you from coming back and playing for the team that's paying you millions of dollars to play for them. I get that it sucks, but this is your job. At the end of the day, it's your job. And the St. Louis Blues and the NHL are your employer. And if they don't want their product going international... And I, I don't think it's a matter of they don't want to expose the league because I think if COVID wasn't around, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We'd be talking about the Winter Classic and then gearing up to probably an announcement of Team USA at the end of the Winter Classic like they did a few years ago. Yeah, the women's team is getting announced during the second period. All right. So I understand the players' frustration. But to say, well, they promised us and then they took it away. Well, okay, yeah, they did. But that's a pretty broad stroke. Yeah. They didn't like to use the term when we used when we were kids. They didn't Indian give it to you. Like things happened. COVID has blown up again. Yeah. And they're playing it safe for your protection. Yeah, I think sometimes you have to protect a player from themselves at some point. Very much so. And like we were talking earlier tonight with other things like at some point does it make more sense to just say no? Yeah. You know, well, and like, also there's some players like, and I'm not saying it's not as much for you. Anyway, I am. Some players like playing for the Canada, playing for the Canadian national team for the Olympics, for a lot of a lot of young young guys growing up, that's a dream. Sure. And, and so it, I get why the disappointment's there where you really I get it too. And, and same for a lot of and with some players and maybe the first, it I'm seems not, like the Russians start. take it very seriously. Correct. That's what I was gonna say. They take it very seriously and they want and that's why they really want to play. And, and there's some people that probably there's probably people that are not voicing their displeasure right. or disappointed. But there's a couple players that came out and said they wouldn't go. Like I think Petrangelo is one of those that came out a couple weeks I'm ago. I'm shocked and said he wouldn't go because due to family stuff he wouldn't go. Remember, he was the same guy who said that the the bubble was torture because he had to be away from his family. Yeah, for and he's, three so, weeks. like you said. That was three weeks. Imagine this. Boo effing who. Imagine this being longer. Imagine him getting it then. You're stuck over there for. I know. We did the. We were trying to do the math. If you had. If you got over there for three weeks and then you play for two, two and a half weeks, you're over there for like a week, two weeks. Then let's say you get COVID near the end of that. Then you need to be for five weeks. That means you are literally in China for between 10 and 12 weeks. Oh, yeah. No, I get it. That, that Again, that's why I said a few minutes ago, you couldn't pay me enough money to go to China right now. The Petrangelo reason for not going, like, I'm sure there's other guys who felt like I don't that know, too. Man. But like, he, he just voiced it, so maybe it's me not being a dad. I get missing your kids, man. I get missing your family. 
homie, you make more money in a month than I'll see my entire life. Your garage is bigger than my house. Yeah. Like, shut up. I don't want to hear about how much you miss your family when your your family is a-okay. We, I, 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 I understand it to a point, but like, bruh, really? And it's not like you're staying at the Motel 6. Yeah, I don't know what they're staying over there. I don't know the conditions. But I mean, like, bubble was different, obviously. But right. anyway, anyway. So, no Olympics. I am in the thing I thought was a very exciting tournament they should bring back. Do the World Cup again. That yeah, was that was great. fun. That was fun. That was great. Do the World Cup where you had Team North America mixed in there. Yep. And you get to showcase guys that way. That's great. Well, what was Team North America, 21 and under? I thought it was like 23 or 24 and under. Because there was time. a Europe team, too, that was the same way. Yeah, Team Europe. I mean, if you want to expand it and have more countries and do that, do like an Olympic-style one. Do like yeah. do the national championships, but don't do it like during the NHL season. Push it off to like July, end of July. and Do, do like the NHL own that? tournament the world cup one yes yeah that's what i'm saying do that and make that like build that up as a prestigious thing and then then i'm not saying it will override the olympics at least but no it never will just it, because but, but it's something that you at least the players can play for oh, i get it and you can hang your hat on it you i know, get it type of thing so i like that might be an idea that maybe gets floated around down the line and do it during the off season yeah like any other sport where you do like these big tournaments don't do it during the season have the guys have a couple months off, and if guys want to play, great. If they don't want to, they need to recoup. Let them recoup, and yeah. they can decide on their own. You know, nothing wrong with that. So we'll get into a big trade here—not big trade, but a trade—before we head and watch the rest of the Blues game and uh, check out before we, you know, hopefully go to Winter Classic. We'll see what happens. So the Blues and the Minnesota Wild getting to play each other on January first, maybe January second, maybe January third. Who knows at this God. point? But they did make a trade today. So minor league guy A, or if you take it back to that Cardinals game, minor league guy on third base. Greatest thing ever. And then, So two minor league players were traded, and they're each going to the Iowa Wild and then back to Springfield. So mm-hmm. the Blues pick up Will Britton, who was originally drafted by the Canadians in the third round in 2016, been with the Wild for the last four years. Um, eight points this year, three goals, five assists, and six penalty minutes in 23 games. Uh, Nolan Stevens goes to the Minnesota Wild slash Iowa Wild. Um, is a guy that I think like early on I kind of had hope of being like a fourth line checker guy, right? And just seemed like he got up here for when the Blues are super hurt, mm-hmm. and that's about it. And then yeah. he, ever since then he's never really made a sniff back. And I think maybe a change of senior, maybe a change of senior for both these guys. I haven't done like literally this happened about three or four hours ago. Yep. So, uh, but the Blues get like kind of a. Looks like another guy down at the Springfield. Change things up a little bit. We'll sure. see how that goes. So, a little trade there. That's fine. Nothing big. I think that would be the biggest trade you'll see this Blues make this season. Oh, I, 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 so. I would think with all the everything going on, they'll probably not make a big trade. But I'm always proven wrong. You never know. So, uh, let's see. I think I got that's all the news I got. So, we'll see what happens with the Blues from here on out. So, we're going to go watch Edmonton game. Uh, hopefully... If it goes to Winter Classic, I'm going to do my best to take some pictures, do some video from there, um, because I'm going to do it real quick and then put my phone away for it doesn't die of being in the extreme. For, for those of you uh, who want to know what the Winter Classic is going to be like, uh, go watch the first half hour of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. So if you see uh, Tauntauns running around uh, the field yep. right before, near the ice, you know it's pretty much what it's going to be like. Yes. 
So it's going to be like Hoth out there. So anybody, any Star Wars nerds out there know what we're talking about. Mm. It's going to be ridiculous. So let's wrap it up there. If you get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at BluesHockeyNHL. I'm at Hossapalooza. Also, Facebook and Instagram is at BluesHockeyPodcast. Uh, go check out our website. It's BluesHockeyPodcast.net or .com, either or. You go there and you see a bunch of different tabs. You have a tab for all our shows, a tab for our merchandise tab, tab that has a bunch of stuff from our, our championship Run the Jewels type shirt that we made. Uh, might be my favorite shirt we've done. Yeah, and then you have a couple other wrestling-themed shirts we have there as well. Plus, our, our logo shirt is out there as well. So anything you purchase there helps us uh, keep the podcast going and all that good stuff. Uh, next, we have um, DraftKings. Use the code THPN today. Uh, to get a bunch of bonuses on your DraftKings account that you start and some more bonuses if you already have one. So go ahead and do that today. Uh, secondly, Lucky Lola's. Lucky Lola's has a jalapeno sweet heat salmon rub, as Chris always loves. I love to rub my salmon. And once you, uh, once you it's never not funny, I'll be honest. So um, check those out at Kenrick's and also uh, Fresh Time Stores today. So... Last but not least, Rockstar Taco, fully operational. There's another, Indeed. There's another Star Wars reference for you. Um, and Will's got everything hopping. Uh, trivia, music trivia on Tuesdays. Tuesday nights. So go there and get that. Um, they're back and they had a little break there during the holidays. They're back yep. up and running. Go check them out at 4916 Shaw Avenue uh, today. So check that out. Uh, Will's always doing great things over there. I still need to go over there and do the crab rangoon oh, uh, so quesadilla. So it's good. That's good. The so, fact that you walk in the door and you don't even have to order anything, they're going to put down a bowl of Rockstar, uh, Rockstar dust popcorn in front of you. Yes, yeah, son. Yeah, get some Rockstar dust. You can find that at Schnucks. So if you want to put yep. some on your on popcorn, you make at home. Go ahead and do that. It's and try good. That. Go ahead and do that. So I'll do this for now. And then finally, games are starting, so we'll start to get back to regular schedule. Right when me and Chris were like ready to like hit the ground running, and Chris was on vacation. And, yeah. And then we had no Shut games to talk Shutting the studio about. down. And that was almost the name of the podcast last time. But apparently, I've used it once already. That's when the blues, that's when the whole strike, or when uh, COVID happened. I used that at power, Right. So I can't use it again. So uh, I'll figure out something funny. But there always is that. So Winter Classic coming up. Let's see. Hopefully, the Blues get some players back. It'd be great. They're playing Edmonton. Did the side saw something pop up? Did we score a goal? It's two to one right now, Blues. Oh, good stuff. Bobby Tommy and Cairo for the Blues, and Leon Dreisaitl for the Oilers. Um, no wonder that they have a couple guys who score over there. So to stop them, you'll be in good shape. So two to one, Blues. That's about it. I uh, hope everybody had a really nice holiday and had a safe New Year. See you.